Zen monkey clocking in. Let's do it. Yeah, again, again and again and again. I can't help but look at your egg head. Do like my new, my new fade, my fresh new fade. I don't know about fresh, but it is definitely faded. So you decided to chop off your uh, man bun. Yeah, look ridiculous. Now you have a egg head. I have a military grade haircut that no one is happy with. Drop but, and give me uh, 10 burpees, Sergeant. Uh, maybe next year. <laughs> Welcome, guys, to another episode of Charlie and Ponyo. What's, uh, what's going on? That's Charlie and I'm Ponyo, and welcome back to episode 108. Woo! Ouch! Living the dream. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what's going on with you? I've um, been busy trying to get my life in order before Christmas. Um, what's left of Christmas, I should say. But, um... <laughs> Jeez. That's so negative. Chirp, no. chirp up a little bit. Chirp up. Well, I am chirpy because I'm, I'm excited because I've been ticking a lot of my um, items on my to-do list. Oh, what do you mean? So... Yeah, you Wait, you love to-do lists. I love lists. Anything to do with structure, anything to do with lists, anything that I can cross off and go, yes, I've achieved that. Yes, I have brushed my teeth. Yes, I'll cross that off. No, on a serious note, but I do love to create a list and it helps me keep my life intact so for today I had so many things to do and it was just nice to be able to cross it off you know it gives me that high keeps you in in focus keeps everything in check mm-hmm definitely but you a, have a list babe I love a good to-do list you have I, a list too yeah I, I don't I used to do them in my head but it's not the same yeah I, I can't I I never get the satisfaction and the brain the serotonin levels in the brain never really quite feel as as good as it should when you have a physical list or like you know on or electronic list where you have bullet points mm -hmm. and you can cross them off and you can tick them off mm -hmm. that's what gives me satisfaction in life you know what it's also good timing as well now that we're approaching the end of what seemed to be in the craziest year of our lives 2020 it's it's nice to be able to start fresh for 2021 and something that I've been talking about to some of my girlfriends and I know mm. it's lame to a lot of people I get that but the substance behind it's quite important which is uh -huh. creating a vision board oh and I think yeah, it's like a mind map a mind map or having goals or having I guess a list of things you want to achieve by next year mm -hmm. I think that's important like you said to keep you focused yeah hundred percent. What are your thoughts on vision boards? Are they too cheesy? No, I I, I like a good mind map. What's the difference between like mind a map good, and a vision board? I like a good. Well, they're the same thing, right? Exactly. It's just, mind maps are uh, copyrighted. Oh really? <laughs> I think they're proprietary. Oh really? The word mind map. Yeah. Ooh. It was created by someone. Mm. But I always love a good to-do list. Mm. I always loved a good bucket list. Well, that's exactly right. A bucket list is, is essentially what it is, yeah. a to-do list. Yeah. But the difference is that a bucket list, is, the duration of a bucket list is longer than a to-do list. To-do yeah. list is usually short, short term. Yeah, that's true. Mm. I, think the, I think the fundamentals behind it is still the same, is, is that 
I remember reading a really good book mm. by this guy called Keith Abrahams. Uh, so it was about how to create a bucket or bucket list or, or whatever you want to call it, to-do lists in yeah. life. And it was like, how to do a hundred, what's your hundred things on your to-do list? And people were always a little bit trepidatious or their heads would explode when they had to think about a hundred things to do. It's a lot for people to think about, to comprehend in a short amount of yeah. time going, ooh, a hundred items, Oof. But what Keith Abrahams did really well was being able to explain it and break it down into bite-sized chunks so that you mm. can get some cut through on it. Mm. What you do you mean, like of, layers? Yeah, like an onion. <laughs> what do you mean by onion? I what? just love onions. You do. Um, but what do you mean by that? Just to break it down into bite-sized chunks. Uh, you, give people, you give people a pen and paper and you yeah. go, here you go, give me your to-do uh, list for, for life. Ooh. People go, what the fuck? That sounds you, daunting. What drugs are you on? I, can't, I can think of maybe five things right now. Yeah, yeah. But breaking them down into, you know, five foods that you haven't tried that you want to eat. Yeah. Five movies that you want to watch. Mm. Mm-hmm. Five books you want to read. Five books you want to read. Mm-hmm. See, you're starting to get the picture. Mm. You're starting to paint the picture. So have categories and then break it down into different layers. Yeah. Mm. And then some of these are, are short-term goals. Yeah. Some of them are medium. Yeah. Others are long-term. I think it's important. But you can also have mm. on your to-do list some of the stepping stones to the long-term goals in your medium and short-term goals. Oh, you need a mind map for that. I'll mind map you right now. <laughs> so people want to say, what are the things that I wish I was, t- I was, I was taught in school mm. was that you can save a million dollars by the time you're 30. You literally Easily. can save a million dollars by the time you're 30. It's, it's crazy when you say it like Cause that. People, yeah, because people say a million dollars, heads explode yeah. like a little pumpkin. Yeah. That's what I think when a head explodes. Makes that noise. But it's about breaking it down into little bite-sized chunks and having them into short and medium and long-term goals. Uh Long-term goal is the million dollars. Uh But if you're 18, you know, your medium-term goal is to save, or your short-term goal is to save, you know, $10,000 a year. Yeah. Break it down. Where are you at now? You're over 30, are you at a million dollars yet? I spent a million dollars. You're in debt. Probably spent. I probably. I would have. I. I think by now I would have spent a million dollars. I would have earned. I would have earned a million dollars for sure by now. Mhm. You would have spent more than a million. I would have spent way more. <gasps> With your lifestyle, yeah. Yeah. Definitely, bro. But you know. Here for here for a good time, not a long time. With the whole vision board and the bucket list, I think mm. that's important as well because at the end of the spectrum end of the year you get to reflect back on what yeah. you've achieved uh-huh. and you get to ask yourself what am I proud of yeah and to have that list and to have that vision board you're able to have something that's tangible go yep I've achieved a b and c but uh-huh. also I think it's important to realize that sometimes you don't have to tick everything off yeah. it, certain items could could would score more points than another item at all. 
Some are just a placeholder for, for others. Exactly. Absolutely. All of this just, it, it's, it's nourishment for the soul at the end of the day. Ooh, we're dropping it. Oh, look at you, Charlie. No, there, but that's, for the you, soul. Know, you know, we're, we're, like I said before, we're, not, we're here for a, a short time. So you gotta, you got to feed that, mm. that container of yours, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually. Uh, there's probably another Illy in there somewhere. <laughs> no, you're right. I think it's extremely, I, I guess it's m- more important now than ever, especially 100%. with 2020 to feed that soul because us humans, we're fucking everything up. We are. Mother Nature is coming out to get us, obviously. Ooh. But we're also not playing around nicely as well. So we're just getting punished with everything that's happening around us. Did so it's more important than to feed our soul right now. More, I guess, this time, this is it. And it, well, it, kind, of, it kind of feeds back into what you were saying about the to-do list is mm. because... You've got people that that have to-do lists, you know what I mean? Like you. Yeah. Virgos. Structure. <laughs> what are you? Libra. Libra. Um, the only thing on the horoscope scale that's not a living thing. Everything <laughs> else is a living thing, but I'm just a pair of scales. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Balance. Balance. Mm-hmm. Equilibrium. Mm. Mm-hmm. Moderation. <laughs> Don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right. I like structure. I'm I'm that person when it comes to traveling or going out somewhere, I need a bit of a structure. But at the same time, I'm a bit flexible. I can be flexible at times. Yeah. Well, I think that's what's good about... I think that's what's good fundamentally around to-do lists. Because ultimately, you ask why you have a to-do list. Mm. It's because you, you have goals. Why do you have goals? Because you want to... Achieve something. Why do you want to achieve something? Because you want to be someone better than who you were yesterday. And why do you want to do that? Because you want to be, you want to leave a mark on on this world for the X amount of time that you have on there. So your to-do list can be as as short as your pinky fingernail or can be as as deep as the Mariana Trench. Depending on what you want to do with it. I like how you broke that down asking why multiple times as as annoying as it sounds it actually helps with breaking down as you mentioned the onion layers trying to get into the core of the onion trying to figure out exactly why you're doing certain things and that's something that we i know for myself i need to make a conscious effort to really ask why i remember learning in nlp so i think we talked about nlp in a previous podcast but neuro-linguistic programming and one of the great ways to delve down into someone's psyche is is ask why but not just not to be annoying no 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 not to be annoying but to get past the the surface layer Hmm. of what they're saying because you ask people about four or five whys but you don't have to just go why why? Mm. Why? But you ask why and then you let them answer and you go, oh, okay, that's in And you continue the conversation normally, but then you keep asking mm. why again. And then all of a sudden it's, you get rid of the, you get past the tip of the iceberg and you go down to the, the, the real core of why someone, 
why someone does something. Mm-hmm. And the real reason is, the, the real, usually when people talk surface layer, it's because, it's because of something, cause and effect. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where if mm-hmm. you ask someone, like a receptionist or something, and say, why are you doing this? Oh, it's because I it's have KPIs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's what I have to do as mm-hmm. part of my job. You keep drilling down in there. Mm-hmm. And the real reason, because there's a why, is because she wants to be liked, ha- happy in her role, mm. satisf- and, and you know, make people happy and, and do a job consistently and effectively. Mm. And that goes to the heart of it's usually, it flips it from being a, a very tangible thing to a, a, an inner emotional thing. So it goes to an, an emotional driver and emotional side of things for, for the why that people do things. Ooh. But that goes to the, the, the heart of, Having to do lists because it nourishes the soul. Yes. Or, and and that's I think that's the reason why you have got to do lists of goals. So yeah, that's yes. why you have goals. Absolutely. But it's how you execution is the other part of that whole thing. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is it going too deep? No, not deep enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one of the things about last week's podcast. I wasn't too happy with last week's podcast. Why? Oh, see what I did there? Why? <laughs> why, Charlie? Tell me why. I just, ah, uh, I, I... I think you're your own I, worst I critic, firstly. I listened, that was the first time I listened to a podcast back and I was just like, there's a lot, there's a lot that could have added to nourish that, those subjects, especially around piracy and, and of course. around... But babe... Cyberpunk. Don't there's a lot of things that we can, cyberpunk. we can talk about. We can go on and on. And knowing you, you can go on and on and on about yeah. certain topics. Yeah, I'm just like, we need to start. I think my New Year's resolution with the cast is mm. to dig down a couple of onion layers deep. Done. Just to, we can make just that to, happen. Yeah, just to get therapy. I always, I always like this because it's like, it's like therapy. It's yeah. like talking, as opposed to talking into a, into a toilet bowl of shit, which is I, what I usually do in the mornings. Let's talk to you and we get to go a couple of, couple of layers deep. I think we, we should go a little bit deeper. No, I think it's important. I think it's important that we continue this. I think it's important that we, we explore ways of improving ourselves and our podcasts. Mm. And I think that's just part of life, that we're constantly learning and evolving whether you're baking a pavlova and it fails, you hmm. just don't let it die there. You continue on with that dream hmm. or that task that you're, you're wanting to achieve. 100%. Comfortability breeds complacency. Ooh, you're dropping it. Look at you. Yeah. Look at you go this week. Yeah. That's so true. You can be so complacent. What happens so- when a shark stops swimming? Mm-hmm. Forward. When you stop moving forward as a shark, you know what happens? What happens? You die. That's it. The shark stops swimming forward, it becomes shark fin soup. Yum. Never um, had shark fin soup though. Yes, you have. Have I? Yes. Oh. We live in Asian town, babe, where oh. we are in Sydney. There's a, we, you've had it at weddings. I thought it was dolphin. <laughs> they usually have that as the first um, dish. Out of oh. Asian... Is that real... Is that shark... Is that well, real shark these mock, days? mock shark fins because I think it's illegal to have. Yeah, you can't... You, you cannot... No, it's illegal. So the one we have, it's mock, I would say. Oh, okay. But mm. you had something similar to it. Yeah, they're my... Well, not the shark, but a dolphin's my spirit animal. It's my water spirit animal. Really? Yeah. 
Have you ever swum with the dolphins before? No. With, is that on your bucket I've, list? I've, yeah. <laughs> but, but with that being said, I'd like to just, I don't want to just go to a, I'm not a fan of zoos and no. going and seeing animals in captivity because I don't think that's, that's not my cup of tea. Mm. If I was gallivanting in the oceans of the wild and, a, you know, a dolphin comes and happens to come across me, mm. yeah, I'll we'll fuck around with that dolphin. <laughs> fuck around with that dolphin. I'll be like, oi, come over here. Come over here. I want to grab your fin and you can drag me over there. Over there. Yeah, it's my It's my water spirit animal. Uh, I don't think I have What's your spirit animal? My, my Chinese horoscope, the rat. <laughs> they're clever. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, they, hey. they are clever. Don't mock the rat just because they're not as cute as a dolphin. No, 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 no. no. Dolphins aren't cute. They, they're one of the animals that kill their, their young. Really? Yeah. No. Dolphins? They in, in, infanticide? Infanticide or something? Really? What's it called? Yeah, yeah. They, oh, my goodness. Yeah, they're one, of the, they're one of the only um, Damn. mammals that do that. Why? Because they're sick of their kids or their kids being annoying? Yeah, their kids probably talk shit. Maybe. No, but for me, it would be a rat. I, I, there's a lot of characteristics of a rat that I, I, I resonate <laughs> with. I know that sounds horrible, but I do. They're quick and clever. They're sneaky. Not sneaky, but they're, they're just quick on their feet. And resilient. I feel... They're resilient. They're resourceful. Yes, and that's just me. And if you, if as you well. haven't seen one of the New York City rats... That's me. Mm-hmm. Street rat. <laughs> Wood rat. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, you're, you're resourceful. I like to think so. You can eat your way through a fucking fridge like nobody's business. I could cook a mean meal with ratatouille. what's... Ratatouille. But also whatever's in the fridge, I can put a meal together. Yeah. Without a recipe. Yeah. Yes, I can do that with what, leftover what does, ingredients. What does that have to do with a rat though? They're resourceful. Oh, they okay, can make got things you. happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make things happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. Hey, you can make shit happen. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about you. Aww. And your to-do lists. Oh. Because you always need someone. That can, that Yeah, that's, that's got organised and structure, especially when you're going overseas and stuff like that. Can because... you imagine all those trips overseas if we weren't organised? Yeah, you can't have two people that... Don't know which way's north, or don't, they don't know. Uh, don't know where to eat. That would be you, babe. Rummaging through the bins. Yeah, I, I've been done that. I remember um, a close friend of mine. They travelled to a particular country, and mm. at customs, not customs, at immigration, they forgot mm. the visa. Mm-hmm. They didn't realise that you needed a visa. <laughs> to enter I'm like how can you not that would be 101 when you travel overseas first thing you do is check does it require a visa to enter the country if yes then please proceed with a visa but if no then don't board the plane yeah that's true that's insane that's insane <laughs> so they had to pay an enormous amount of money to have the express visa sorted so they spent the night at the airport because they couldn't leave their airport <laughs> thank goodness they weren't sent back because in most cases if you don't have a visa yeah they put you on the next flight back and uh-huh, say off you go uh-huh at your own expense yeah yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. so no <laughs> so lesson learned always check if you need a visa but 
it sounds like it, it sounds like it happened to you. <laughs> but anyway, so so just I'm on that. Resourceful. Yeah, that's true. You would have just paid the the security staff off. No, what you do, you can. Some countries, I'm not going to name it, just in case I get in trouble for it. You can actually put money in your passport <laughs> when you get to immigration to get you through faster, and it does work. So, so I'll put my, I'll be the first person to put my hand up and say I was the person that did that. Where? In which country? Uh, do oh uh. You want to name it? Name it. Yeah, yeah uh, Cambodia. Really? So when I US first dollar? went to Cambodia, they like the US dollar. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I first went to Cambodia, yeah, uh, I didn't know that you. Well, their their whole entire system is fucked up. Let's the visa, their visa system is fucked it's up. It's very, it's it's. I think it's handwritten back it in the is. day. It is. So I went in two thousand and eight. Yes, when it's handwritten, so you can yeah. fraud the visa easily. Get a color printer. Well, the thing is, rock up there yeah. and didn't know that you needed to get a visa. Oh, first off. yep, that's you. Mm-hmm. But. No, I did know you could get a visa. I need. I know you had needed. You need to get a visa there, but but you could get the. What I heard was that you could get them a visa on, the on spot. arrival. Yeah, on the mm, spot. Mm. But it comes to a situation where I didn't think it through properly. Where <laughs> knowing that you know you'll be the only passenger there. Yeah, and so you've got two hundred other people that are mm. probably thinking the. Oh yeah, I'll just, oh, like just get one. Oh, like you. They must be all laborers. And then you've got. Hunt, so maybe 50 of the people got, got them prior, and so they're just sweet. They just walk through. They're the 150 people. <laughs> they're the standing. Virgos, babe. Yeah, yeah. And all the rest of the Librans and the bloody Aquarians and all the rest of the <laughs> fucking Belens. Yeah. Go on. So, standing at the... I love stories. Standing at the, 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 the immigration desk like a peanut, everyone's just... Got their passport. Yeah, and was like, okay, so if you want a visa on arrival, uh, you have to pay. Yeah. American dollars. And you're like, okay, fine. And I'm like, and so I went up to the side. I was like, dude, I need this on the on the fast. I need this fast. I need to get out of here, man. He's like, yeah, I'll sort you out. Give me the money. Give him the money. Give me your oh, passport. Oh, no. Give I'm me like, your what passport. What do you mean, give me my passport? Can't you just like... Like issue one, he's like, no, 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 give me your passport. Do you trust? You trust them? I give him like a hundred bucks, hundred uh, US dollars. Uh huh, uh huh. He's like, yeah, yeah, cool. They could have ran away. Grabs a hundred dollars. Grabs my passport, legs it off. I'm like, wait, what? What was your name? Wait, wait, oh, wait, wait. Let me get a look at your face so I can remember what your face looks. Oh, and he's like already back of his head. Off he goes. I'm like, oh, I think I just fucked up. Like, now I'm stuck in Cambodia. At the airport, mind you, not with no, even... With yeah. no passport. You're screwed. I haven't even got my bags yet. Oh, you're screwed. I'm like, well, I got my backpack. I'm like, what am I doing? Uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Sweating bullets. Sweating bullets. Next <laughs> thing I know. Everyone, and, so there's, and then so after that happens for a while, a whole bunch of people start crowding around and everyone's like... We, we, we fucked. We don't have our passport. And so there's a whole group of us just standing there. And oh, going, so not only you, you were No, because that's what they do. Cause it, but oh. it's like got to be some side hustle, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, because uh-huh. there was all of a sudden like heaps of the people like that were working for immigration or customs or whatever it was that yeah. would come out. Immigration's yeah. for fruit and stuff. Yeah. For customs. Yeah. There was, there was lots of them. And so yeah. they all hooked us all up. And But 
Then we're all standing around like with no passports and we're all just standing in this waiting area being but like... how long? Oh, it was like 15, 20 minutes. It wasn't it that long. Like but it felt like a But it felt like a couple of hours. Yeah. It felt like I stayed there overnight. So they came out and they were looking for you or you went to look for them? How did no, it work? No, that's the funny thing. And then so... I'm just like, I'm never getting my passport. I resigned myself to the fact that I was never getting my passport back. <laughs> Within the back. 15 minutes, you had so many scenarios going through your yeah. mind. I'm going to get locked up abroad. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever seen that, locked up abroad. Yeah. I'm going to get locked up. They're going to like, say, what do I tell my mom? Yeah, they're going to be like, we found drugs in your bag. You're getting locked up. You're going to stay in jail in Cambodia for the next 50 years. And I'm just picturing that movie, Midnight Express. And I'm just like, ah, <laughs> oh, my mom's going to be so disappointed in me. <laughs> And so we're just talk, so we're talking with a whole bunch of <laughs> other people. And the next thing you know, this guy taps me on the shoulder with my passport. Excuse <gasps> me, sir. Here's your passport. Wow. You go. I'm like, what the fuck did you do? And I look in it. And it's like this, it, it was actually like a really nice oh, really? thing that they stuck. They, well, they stuck it on top of the page. Yeah. And it's my old passport. I think I showed it to you. And then, so after a couple of years, it sl- kept sliding off. And, kept, uh-huh. and so uh-huh. I... Ended up having a spit on it so that I would stick it back onto my passport. Oh, of course you did. Um, but, so resourceful, babe. Yeah, I'm, I try. <laughs> but it was just like this nice little official thing. I'm just like, is that it? And he's like, yeah. And then I later learned that it's, it was only like 30 US dollars, 40 US dollars <laughs> for... I'm like, wait, wait. I, I gave the guy like 100. <laughs> and I didn't get no change. <laughs> so where did that other... He, he pocketed that, 60, babe. 60 US dollars mm-hmm. go straight into his pocket. Oh, yeah. But... He got out. I got out. And at the end of the day, like, going through and, and traveling through Cambodia... You learned it, lessons learned. Well, no, it, it, didn't, it didn't bother me that I, yeah, he got 60 bucks because, mm. man, that place was so crazy, mm. crazy poor that mm. I, took a, I took a one of those tuk-tuks mm. and... Like, it was like for the day, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll take you anywhere you want for the day. Mm. Like, well, how much is that going to cost me? Like, like 200, 200 US dollars? It's like, two US dollars. <gasps> I'm like, you said, you said two US dollars. Mm. It's like, yeah, two US dollars. Yeah, Wherever but babe, you want to go. That's when you went. Now, they no, no, know but, the pricing. They ch- Yeah, but back then, but. Yeah, two dollars. Two dollars, man. Mm. Two dollars US. Mm. I'm like that goes a long way. Yeah, and then but it gets one of those situations. And after he took me to Angkor Wat and all these places, all these cool restaurants, and Mm. uh, I felt bad at the end. Just going, he's like, "Can I get my two dollars?" I'm like, "Dude, I'll give you more than that." (laughs) It's fifty. It's fifty US dollars, man. Yeah. Just he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, it's fifty because it's just like." You could, you could, I went in there, this is 2008, mind you. Mm. You go into anywhere and it would cost you a dollar for like a three, like two, three course meal, like yeah. a Kamal, you know, like Khmer Rouge yeah. meal. And I'm just like, two to $2 dollar yeah. for this? Yeah. But that would have worked really hard for those, that meal. Oh. And they would have, I, I'm guaranteeing you, they oh, won't yeah. eat at those places, they'll eat somewhere else. But what's just cool, I even, I know we probably talked about this, but you could mm. probably attest to this is that. Traveling overseas with and, and seeing the world, mm. you meet so many cool people. You know what? It also feeds your soul. That's what. That's where I was. That's where the kicker is. <laughs> it's a shame with COVID, but anyhow, hopefully we'll somewhat go back to 
normality at some no, stage? No, I wouldn't say normality because I don't think we'll ever go back to what it was pre-COVID. But to some degree, we'll be able to travel a bit more freely. Mm. Of course, there will still be restrictions, but just having that the choice whether you want to travel or not, whereas we don't have a choice anymore now. We're being told where and when you can go. Yeah, uh, but, and, uh, but even looking at it, you take a step back and look at it from that perspective, right? Mm. Is that it's a first world problem, to be completely honest. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> a lot of, I'd probably say about what, 6.5, 6.8 billion people don't have the, they aren't even given the opportunity to, to travel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're just, they're living them. They're living life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, we do. It's first world problem. But as long as we're safe and we're doing the right thing, washing yeah. our hands and staying home, mm. uh, quarantine, that's the most important thing. That is true. Yeah. I want to hear your travel stories next oh. week. Oh, well, not next week. I think we're going to take a couple of... Uh, Weeks off. Yeah, we're going to take... Recharge. Yeah. Yeah. And see how we come, come back with it. About a fist, you just made a fist at me. Yes. You punched me stronger, in the face. Stronger, stronger. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> couple more days till Christmas. Wishing you a wonderful and safe Christmas, despite what's happening with the world. Whatever it may be, just make the most of the, the current situation. Live your best life. Yes. Because you've only had one. Yes. Take care, guys. Bye.